1: Three,
2: two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to...
0: Episode 228, Getting Settled. Hey, Money Clan, a warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien.
2: And I'm Katie Welsh.
0: Wow, Katie, talk about being busy.
2: I am Beyond exhausted and like mind blown of how much has happened just in February.
0: Yeah, so very real quick to our listeners. So sorry we ghosted you. We didn't
2: mean to. Yeah,
0: it's been absolutely chaos trying to get settled with a new house and, you know, like trying to literally move in and get everything settled. So we figured we would put together an episode real quick. Just to sort of like as literally as we're unpacking the podcast.
2: And explain why we have just been absent.
0: Yeah, exactly. So real quick, if you guys haven't already, we'd love if you joined our Facebook community. You can hit us up. It's chainofwealth.com forward slash group. Sign up to join our Facebook community and let us know what you're doing in your financial life. All right, Kate, you ready to dive right in? Yes. Fantastic. Let's do it.
2: Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your
0: journey of financial freedom. All right, Kate. So the last time we did a podcast episode was just over a month ago.
2: I think we were talking about our negotiation for the house.
0: Yeah. We were sort of saying we were going to dive into some nice house episodes and explain to everyone. Like what we did and how we financed it and everything else. And then we ghosted everyone.
2: And then we didn't. (laughs) And so sorry. So we have a lot to catch up on.
0: Yeah, we definitely have a lot to catch up on. So what have we been busy with?
2: Okay, so we told everybody before that we got quite a good deal on our house. And when I say quite a good deal, our area is very, very expensive. In fact, when we were living in our apartment… Houses in that area for like a starter, nothing special house that needs work, they start at a million dollars.
0: Yeah, so… You heard that
2: right. A million dollars for a starter home that needs work.
0: Yeah, so super duper expensive. So… Did we decide to buy a starter home for a million dollars?
2: Absolutely not. We have a personal finance podcast.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) we were like, you know, the thing is like we always preach to people that you don't want to be too big on your house and buy too much house for your money because then you're just paying like an exorbitant amount of interest all the time and it ends up costing you a ton of cash. So what did we do? We decided we were going to look a little bit further out, but it really sort of comes the arguments of how close do you want to live to work versus like how much do you want to spend on a property? And I right. I really feel like we kind of found a sweet spot for our budget, you know, trying to find somewhere that we're not too far from work, but also we're not paying too much for our home.
2: You're right, Den. We compromised really because we bought a home right in between where you work and where I work because I work... Out in Virginia, and you work in DC. Right. So, we bought a place 20 minutes somehow from both of our jobs because you used to have like this really nice, like 10 minute commute, I feel like. And I used to truck like 40, 45 minutes in the morning to work. So, we've kind of equaled out the commute experience. For well, both
0: of us. Oh, I wouldn't really go that far. I'm, just, I'm commuting a bit further than you are today. But in any case, <laughs> um, my commute's about 40, 45 minutes. So comparatively, we just switched. Um, but in any case, it's not that bad of a commute. We did have to buy an extra car, which we'll chat about on a future episode as well. Reason being is that we're no longer metro accessible which means we need to have our own cars in order to get to work and to make money. So it really was a bit of a catch-22. We wanted to buy a new car and, you know, something reliable. Well, a
2: used car, a new car for us.
0: Right, yeah, a new car for… To us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we wanted a car so we could actually be able to get to work and earn some money to, you know, to start paying the mortgage and everything else that goes with it.
2: So… To go back to what we were talking about, the house we bought is the, essentially what all older people tell younger people to do. We bought the fixer-upper house in the nicer neighborhood. And holy smokes, it really is a fixer-upper. We got like, everybody told us, the people who know the area, we got a deal on our house because it's a much bigger house than our apartment. It's 1600 Square feet.
0: Right. So it's, it's like a thousand square feet bigger than our apartment.
2: It has four bedrooms, which is great because, you know, we have an office for our podcast. It's no longer finally in the corner of the bedroom. <laughs> I used to snag myself on Dennis's microphone stand like every morning when I was trying to get ready for work. So finally, the podcast has its own room. And we have a guest room because, you know, we're away from family. So we needed that. And then right now we have just an extra room where things go to die. Like it's just put in there. And then I close the door because I just.
0: Just never think of it again.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But it has been very expensive.
0: Yeah. So even with
2: it being affordable,
0: right. So the house we bought is an older home. It was built in the 50s. So we're basically pushing on a 70 year home. But
2: can we, can I just add in there, unless they're like $2 million homes, there are no homes that were built in like 2000, I feel like around here.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's an older neighborhood. And you know, it's not new construction, but in any case, it is older homes. So with that comes older problems, you know, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of stuff that just generally needs to be done around the house. And, you know, like when we were even buying the house that they said to us, you're not going to find a house for this price in this neighborhood. This is really the, you know, the fixer upper in the neighborhood, if ever there was one. So we've had a ton of things to do and my goodness Kate one of the best things I think we did was we insisted on getting a home warranty when we (gasps) bought the home
2: oh my goodness I cannot tell you how thankful I am that we negotiated that
0: yeah because we that wasn't originally included and thankfully because we negotiated so well um, we needed extra fees for our loan and that turned into us just getting whatever we basically wanted. So a home warranty was number one on the list.
2: It's also just like a gift from God. Do you want to share a just a small handful? Because I feel like if we told everybody everything that has broken, we'll it'd, be be like a, it'd be like, like a two episodes. hour podcast. <laughs> but just some of the big ones.
0: Yeah. So some of the big ones. So right off the bat, there was a problem with the furnace. So the problem was that the exhaust for the furnace, basically it was a five-inch pipe going into a seven-inch hole. So what that means, um, you know, if you've ever played that game when you're a kid and you're trying to put like a, a circle into a square, it just doesn't work, you know. <laughs> so effectively we have this massive opening which is meant to be the exhaust and it's not going through there because well it is going through there but there's a big gap meaning that carbon monoxide can leak back into the house Mm -hmm. so the home warranty covered the cost of the guy coming out and checking that out um, unfortunately, the repair itself we did have to pay for out of pocket, but you know that initial sort of assessment fee we managed to get out of that. Some other things that went wrong, so we needed the electric to be looked at. Turns out we need a, a new meter, which uh, we ended up getting replaced for free from uh, Dominion Power, who's our electricity provider. Other than that, there has been some pipe work that we need to have done. So we're literally in here like three weeks and we just started noticing that there was damp damage on the roof that wasn't there like two days before. And turns out we have a busted pipe. So it's literally been a lifesaver in terms of helping us to prevent some unnecessary costs. But Kate, you know the thing is, it doesn't cover everything as well. And you really have to understand the print in your home warranty and know what they do and don't cover.
2: No, for sure. And I think that the way you explained the carbon monoxide leak and the broken pipe was much more calm and subtle than when I even (laughs) tell people at work. Because when I tell people at work, uh, I'm over the carbon monoxide thing. For a while, I was a little bit afraid that we were going to die in our sleep, Um, especially because one day I even woke up with a headache and I couldn't get rid of it no matter what I did. And that was scary, but I'm over that part. The new part now, and I think there's somebody will find humor in this. So the way the pipe, well, the way we found out the pipe was leaking was because, and I'm going back up a little bit. I'm just going to go into story time.
0: Wait, real quick before you do that. I think this will be a great time to take a quick break and say a very big thanks to our sponsor.
2: So, Den, the hardest part of the whole coronavirus pandemic is having to rearrange how your life is going to look semi-normal from now on for the foreseeable future. And a big part of that is just going out and doing little things that you took advantage of before, like doing your airings and going to the post office. And, you know, now everybody is so consumed with keeping six plus feet apart from each other and not touching anything. It's really stressful.
0: Yeah, Kate. And that's why we're so happy that we've teamed up with stamps.com because they bring everything the post office can do to your personal computer. You're able to send packages, you know, do everything that you would ordinarily do. And it's right from the convenience of your computer. And Kate, the best part about it as well is you can actually save money on what you would have paid had you have gone to the post office. Like as an example, you can save up to 40% on shipping.
2: So basically what I'm hearing you say is with stamps.com, I can mail all my packages from home for cheaper and not worry about having to get sick.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. It's such a win. And if you guys would like to get access to a four week trial plus a scale shipped right to you, you can take advantage of that offer by heading on over to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in chain of wealth, one word. So you'll get access to a four week trial plus a free scale. And that's without any long term commitment. That's stamps.com. Enter chain of wealth. It's definitely a no brainer if you're running a small business.
2: For sure. Okay. So we bought this house, it's great. And what is the one little thing? First of all, all things are big deals, especially when you have to start from scratch. What is one little thing that you might take for granted when you first buy a house? Running water. Something else besides that. I don't know what. A mailbox.
0: Yes, the mailbox.
2: (laughs) So when we bought the house, there was a mailbox post, but no mailbox. And, you know, you have to get your mail So, okay, easy fix. We'll go to Home Depot, which is our new, like, go-to store. We're there every day. And we'll buy a mailbox. No big deal. We bought a mailbox. Of course, the mailbox we bought does not fit on the post, which is half-rotted anyway, to collect the mail. And now, so we have it, like, jimmy-rigged. Where it's only halfway on the post for the time being. And then the mailbox like doesn't close.
0: Yeah, so because it's at an angle, the poor mailman <laughs> who comes by every day has tries to figure out how to close this mailbox, but it's at an angle. So he's never going to get it to close.
2: <laughs> it, it's a, there's a strategy. And there it, is a strategy. Yeah. Anyway, so Dennis and I decided, you know what? Instead of buying an expensive mailbox post, we will buy some lumber and we will make our own mailbox. And so Saturday morning, we were in the garage making this mailbox post. And my mom, thank the Lord, had come for a few days and she was upstairs painting. And my mom is a little bit older. So I I was coming in in between cutting to check on my mom to make sure she hadn't fallen or she didn't need anything or anything. And I come in from making the mailbox and I start to go up the stairs and I see this like huge, long crack in the wall that was not there yesterday or even earlier that morning. Right. And so I stop and then I look and the whole roof is like spotted brown. And I will be honest, I was afraid of broken pipes because I know. They can be a complete fortune and they can be very messy if you have to like dig up the floor or break down walls and everything, which is ultimately what we're going to have to do for it, for this pipe. But thankfully, we do have the home warranty. So that's the whole pipe story. And as it turns out, we found out that it is the one sink from the upstairs bathroom. So that's the only thing we're not allowed to use until the plumber comes.
0: Yeah, but thankfully we found that out. So, you know, we're able to use the rest of the house and no issues really. It's just a little bit of an inconvenience, but we will get it sorted out because the home warranty does cover that. So, Kate's like, I'd have to say like, I know we've spent a ton of money Mm -hmm. over the last like month. Mm -hmm. So, what would you say has been one of the best things that we've bought for the house, like value for money wise?
2: You're going to kill me. No, I'm not. It was probably the first thing. And this also comes with a story. Do I have time for another story? Yeah. So then I the one time I let Dennis go to Home Depot by himself, he came home with a garage door opener. Like the second day we lived here, like boxes are still all over the place.
0: So just to preface, the place has got a garage door, but the opener's totally busted.
2: Yeah, okay. That's a fair point. So You know, because we're thrifty and
0: a little bit crazy
2: and cheap. Well, I'll just say we're cheap. We didn't want to hire anybody to hang the garage door opener for us. We did it ourselves. And it was horrible. I'll just say it. it was terrible. It was cold and it was dark and it took forever. And like the directions, it's all by picture. There's like no words in the directions. But now that I'm over the trauma of having to hang the garage door opener and how heavy it was and all the drama that went with the garage door opener, since my car parts in the garage, I'm very happy for it every day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that was probably our best thing that we bought.
0: Yeah. And uh, I have to, that that was the top of my list as well. I think that when it comes to like buying a house, something that adds utility, something that you're going to be using every single day of your life is really critical. And, you know, to be fair, the garage door was, I think it was like $240. And that was for like a top of the range garage door opener, which may sound like a lot of money, but realistically speaking, you know, like, It works amazingly. Um, Amazon's able to deliver packages inside the home. So we're not worried about stuff getting stolen. Um, You know, if your garage door is open from work, it really has provided this element of um, access to the house. I'd have to say that that is definitely my number one. And I'd have to say my number two is having our own grill. And I think that the grill has been great because we're able to cook food outside, regardless of how tired we are, because it's really quick and easy to just throw something on the grill. And I know I say that in the middle of winter, but um, you know, it is something that we haven't been able to do in quite a long time. You know, living in an apartment and not being able to have a gas grill, um, so we definitely have really missed that. And you know, it, it's funny how when you do buy stuff like that stuff that's important to you even though it may be a little bit expensive very often is worth it if you understand the value that you're going to be getting out of it
2: well and also a little bit of a pro tip we got a real good deal on that grill because we bought it in the middle of winter so if you are thinking about getting a new grill for the summertime start looking into them now because the prices are not high we got a really nice grill for like 300 bucks or something yeah so really start thinking ahead of what you want to do for this summer so that you can snag the deals now
0: yeah, so Kate, I think that's all we basically have time for on today's episode. But we're looking forward to coming back on the airwaves a bit more regularly than what we have been. So super excited to, got to just record a quick podcast episode for you guys. We hope you're doing well. And once again, let us know what you guys have been up to. We'd love if you'd continue the conversation. Hit us up on Instagram. It's at Chain of Wealth on Instagram, or you can join our Facebook community, chainofwealth.com forward slash group. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Chain of Wealth.
2: Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.